6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Interesting people. Relatable stories. Relevant. Topical. This is 6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Hey friends, thanks for joining me on this Monday and a beautiful Monday right across the province and we are province-wide today. It's uh, Jalen Nye, host of 630 Chat Afternoons in Edmonton, also coming to you, uh, filling in for uh, Ted Henley on The Drive on 770 CHQR. Thanks for making time for us this afternoon. You can get in touch with me anytime in Edmonton, 780-496-0063 in Calgary, 403 Five five. Uh, we're going to talk a lot about travel today, air travel, road travel. We're going to dive into that and, and taking a look at and wanting to hear your stories of what you've had to deal with and maybe how you're changing your approach to travel given what is going on, especially in the air over the past, uh, you know, number of weeks and what's expected over the next couple of months. So we'll get into that. We're going to take a look at that severe weather, that severe weather that uh, kind of roared through uh, central Alberta, southern Alberta over the past uh, week or so. Uh, we certainly had some wicked storms up in northern Alberta and central Alberta in the uh, Edmonton area as well. Uh, David Phillips, a senior climatologist with Environment Canada, will join us just after 3.30. But everyone still talking about what happened on Friday and continued to drag through through uh, a part of the weekend as well. That massive outage at one of Canada's major telecom companies. It happened on Friday. It has resulted in a meeting between the federal industry minister and the CEO of Rogers Communications. We're expecting to hear from Francois-Philippe Champagne uh, in a few moments. He's holding a news conference uh, following that meeting. And as soon as we hear from him, you'll hear from him. But he put out a statement saying that Friday's disruption was unacceptable and today he met with the Rogers boss Tony Staffieri and other telecom leaders to discuss improving Canada's networks how is that done what would that look like you know that that Rogers outage began on Friday morning lasted at least 15 hours knocking out access to health care law enforcement banking services Rogers says the outage was caused by a maintenance upgrade now one of the things it showed was the fact that a lot of us maybe don't rely on cash that much anymore. A lot of us don't carry a lot of cash with us. But as well, um, just, you know, our reliance on the telecommunications industry. It's not just about emails with your friends or connecting to work. It showed us once again how entwined, intertwined we are with it. Andy Barrar is a tech journalist and a friend of the show. He joins us this afternoon. Hi, Andy. Welcome back. Hi, Jalen. How are you? I'm doing okay. So do you carry cash at all anymore, Andy? <laughs> you know, when I was a kid, my grandfather told me, he goes, always carry a $50 bill. He's like, fold it up and put it in the back of your wallet just in case of emergencies. So so I do carry cash. Um, you know, I took that lesson and I've, I've kept it as an adult. Andy, what happened on Friday? You know, when we talk about this, it was uh, this outage was caused by a maintenance upgrade. It seems to me that a maintenance upgrade should, I'm not a tech person, but it should be fairly simple, something that would happen on a regular basis, not shut down, uh, you know, 10 million people from accessing services. Well, a lot of people are familiar with these maintenance upgrades. You know, we do it with our phones. We do it with other devices. It could be like what's called a firmware upgrade. It could be with your printer. Uh, this was for the entire Rogers network. And it is absolutely shocking, Jalen, that they could 
designed this network for it to actually fail. It's what they do when they create networks is called redundancy. You make sure that if this fails, this will back it up. It's kind of like when you're with your photos. If you back your photos on a hard drive, you have to understand that hard drive might fail, so you want to back it up on something else mm. just, just in case. Now, that's like networking 101, and the fact that they designed the system where a maintenance upgrade could shut down the entire network was mind-boggling. And this is not even the first time. This is the second time it's happened. The first was in April of 2021. So not a good look for Rogers at all. It caused widespread disruptions and uh this really shouldn't ever happen again. You know, I was talking with uh, a number of tech people just, you know, getting their opinions on this over the past couple of days. And, and one of the folks that I spoke with said, really, it seems that this uh, system was written up on the back of a napkin years back and it hasn't been updated too much or it hasn't changed that much. What needs to change, Andy? Well, uh, this is, I agree 100%. Like, I was flabbergasted that they even have a the system that was designed like this so that it could fail. What really needs to happen is we, first of all, we've talked a lot about 5G and how we're going to go to the next wireless standard. This is a great lesson for us and for the federal government to understand how critical it is to build the future networks uh, with 5G so that something like this can't ever happen again. And I think it requires these, we have the big three, unfortunately, it requires all of them to now, uh, you know, cooperate with each other to ensure that if one network goes down, another one will back it up, especially for the emergency services. That's another shocking thing that the nine people couldn't dial 911 on the Rogers phones. And Andy, that's, when I, that's what I wanted to get to you. It, it seemed, uh, again, mind-boggling that 911 would be that vulnerable. Well, the federal government, again, had proactively told the networks, no matter what, you have to make sure that people can call the emergency services. And so the networks had all said, okay, no problem. But it took something like this for a network to go down to once again show that they failed in, in ensuring that their network could provide the 911 service. And that is, you know, this, if we had like a natural disaster or something, you know, it could be very, very critical. There's a lot of people tried to call 911 and they couldn't and they had to find someone else with a different mm. provider with a Dell or, or Telus to make that call. That's unacceptable in Canada. Andy Barrar joining me this afternoon. So really, you know, it showed us a, a number of things and I think it was eye-opening for, for a lot of folks, but really the reliance on the industry. And it's an industry, as you mentioned, you talk about the big three. There's not a lot of other options. The federal government has uh, loosened the rules for some foreign players, but we don't see them rushing in because it's a huge job to get people to switch their providers, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And so people tend to not only stay with the provider, but these networks will ask you to bundle all your services with that said provider. And here's the problem. Those people that bundled everything, they were the ones that you were seeing at coffee shops trying to use Wi-Fi because they had no other way to connect to do, to, to do their work and to get stuff done. So it, it just shows that there is danger bundling all your services with one of these providers. And it's unfortunate we only have three that we can pick out of. Um, we definitely need more competition in the wireless space inside Canada. All right. So, um, you know, lots to talk about, lots to chew on here. We now know that uh, that they're talking about compensation. It's just going to show up on accounts. Your thoughts on that? 
Yeah, so this is the big question. What kind of compensation are they going to do? Here's what I suspect, and I think I, I think this is what they're going to do. They're just going to prorate it for the time of that disruption. So whether it was one or two days uh, for your specific account, that is what they're going to uh for compensation. Now, that is not enough. Think about the small businesses mm-hmm. that try to use Interact. And on a Friday, too, Stampede, everything going on, mm. and people couldn't make those pages. How are you going to compensate the small businesses? And I think at minimum, they should provide one month free of service for all the small businesses, but I don't even think that's enough. I think there's so much lost revenue because of this disruption that Rogers needs to pay somehow. So, Andy, I just uh, another question for you on this front, and I thought, you know, when I, I got up on Friday I was I was on holidays last week had to do some running around and I, I heard about this and I don't carry cash very often so I thought okay I might be pretty much out of luck without being able to do anything right and, and pay for anything but I was able to go to um, the bank and use my visa card and get money out on that why was visa not impacted do you know well, it looked well, it looks like Interact had had some type of deal was exclusively with Rogers. So all the Interact you know, machines were using Rogers systems. Now, since then, Interact has said that they're going to use the other providers. But I think, again, Rogers made a nice, probably sweet deal to Interact to get that exclusive right to use it. And they touted themselves as the fastest, most reliable network in Canada. In fact, Jalen, when this whole outage was going on, apparently they were telling stores to take those signs down because it was embarrassing that their network went down and they say they have the most reliable network in Canada. And so Andy, you know, we'll leave you with this one. You know, we talk about the need for changes. What does that look like? More possible government involvement with things. We need to, you know, you know, maybe expand the options more, make it uh, more appealing. There's a lot to talk about the system itself. Do you, you know, I think following this, a lot of us would expect to see change. Do you believe change will happen? I do think, I think the federal government, after the fact that this happened twice in about 15 months, is understands just how significant and critical our, our wireless communication and our entire telecommunication industry is. Something like this cannot happen. This, Jalen, would never happen in South Korea. Mm-hmm. They are the most like internet-connected nation in the world, and we have to be like that, especially as we move to 5G. If we want to compete on the world stage, we need to have a reliable telecommunication network. Andy, hold the line for just a moment. I have a couple of questions coming in on the text line that I want to get to, but I need to take a break. So uh, we'll, we'll just pause it uh, here for a second. Our tech journalist, uh, Andy Brar joining us as we continue to, you know, pick apart what happened with that Rogers outage. Uh, we'll get to more questions right after this. This is 630 Chad Afternoons with Jaylen Nye. It's 3.20. Thanks for joining me. It's Jalen Nye, province-wide. Uh, this afternoon, Ted Henley is off for a little while. You can get a hold of me, 780-496-0063 in Edmonton out of Calgary. It's 403-974-8255. We're joined this afternoon by tech journalist Andy Barrar, friend of the show. Andy, uh, answering questions about that uh, massive outage at uh, Rogers that, uh, you know, just put so many folks in a, in a position that, hey, what do you do when you don't have, you know, those those services that you've depended on that you just take for granted and a couple of questions coming in um mike wants to know would have would having your phone on roam have helped 
No, it's because the entire network went down. And what was funny is when I woke up, I have a, um, I, I'm on the Fido, so which is part of Rogers. And I woke up and I noticed I didn't have connection. So I restarted my phone doing troubleshooting 101. I thought it was my phone and then it still didn't come on. And that's when I realized that it was uh, on a network wide. And I looked on Twitter and sure enough, other people were having the issue. So it wasn't about roaming. It was the, the, the actual network. It's kind of like when your Wi-Fi at home goes down mm. nothing's gonna work and uh it's just that on a national scale uh, someone else is wondering if this i mean there's the, the all the talk about the roger shaw merger if this could have an impact on that oh absolutely i think that's dead in the water there is no way that canadians are going to stomach uh, a merger with shaw right now um it was a 20 million billion dollar merger uh they were having a hard time right now as is before this happened and i think this is really going to kill that we you know, it's, Jalen, it's, this is not the first time. This is the second yeah. time. And then they're trying to, to merge with Shaw. What we really need is fresh, new competition. I mean, we need that coming from the government to, to really mandate that to happen so that we have more choice. And we'll see what the federal industry minister says. We're waiting to hear from him momentarily. Andy, Andy always a pleasure. Thank you for this. Oh, my pleasure. Yeah, take care. Andy Brar is a tech journalist, one of our go-to guys to, to chat with when things like this happen. So uh, a couple of statements coming in, and this one, Jane out of Calgary says, my mom told me 40 years ago a woman should never be without cash. You can walk away from a date knowing you can get home. Ha! I wish you'd have provided me more cautionary date advice. Yeah, I hear you on that one, Jane. But it, it was a reminder to put a little cash in your wallet. Do you have cash in your wallet let, right now? Do you have cash in your house? My my grandma used to store it all around the place, under the lino, under the mattress. What about you? Let me know. would love to hear from you. It's Jalen Nye filling in province-wide. It is 6.30 Chet Afternoons and The Drive on 770 CHQR.